welcome to the space where creators have aligned a positive and intellectual collab of open minds. For sharing and learning from one another, it's a vibe. We give us a podcast on the mic. Subscribe, educators, spitting bars. I guess you didn't know I'm multifaceted and humble, taking off life goals. The classroom is my comfort zone where I plant and sow. Seeds of knowledge, compassion, empathy, and hope. Reading is the key to unlocking your potential. Countless benefits, including cognitive and mental. Regardless of the genre, books are highly influential. Go get yours, I'll get mine. Make you strive. Monumental. Come rock with me and get down to this new jam. I had a very simple plan Educate the masses Through books and life lessons It's the Grand Slam I'm out Salafalava and welcome to the Reads of Russell podcast I'm really excited to introduce today's guest Born and bred in South Auckland, Aotearoa She's currently living in Japan and working as an ART She is one half of the team behind Pacific Islanders Abroad in Japan an awesome community platform that is connecting people, sharing knowledge, and championing the stories of our Pacifica folks right here in Japan. It's an honor to welcome to the show a fellow to my Itai Samoa and educator, Anna Siafolau. Welcome, sis. How are you? Oh, hi. Oh, <laughs> she was like, ah, ah, cute, cute. <laughs> Oh, it's good to oh, see you. It's good to see you too. How are you? Um, you know, I'm good. It's it's the weekend. We cannot complain. But how are you holding up? It's hot. Yeah, it's really hot. I'm barely holding up as it is right now. So much for being island girls. I can't do this <laughs> Well, I appreciate your time. I know weekends are precious. It's rest time. So um, let's do this. I'd like to ask guests just to uh, begin with a brief intro. Uh, you know, shout out your villages. Uh, go ahead. My name is Anna Siafolau, and my villages are Vailo, Palauli, and Salelolonga, and Paleakiu. And I was born and raised in Auckland, aka Tamaki Makoto. And I am now currently living in Saitama City, Saitama Prefecture in Japan. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Nice. Okay, so if we got any relatives, any of the cousins watching this, Spread the word, let everyone know, and I was on the show. <laughs> okay, so um, I guess we can start with, um, you know, at this point of your young adult life, did you ever think you'd be living and working in Japan? Actually, yes. I think the first time I thought about, like, living in Japan, I was in year 11. Mm. And that's when I first heard about the JET program. And then I fully decided to commit to it in year 13 after mm. our first school trip to japan so then i was like nah i'm definitely going i want to go back wow <laughs> so much better there yeah that's so cool so was it a uh exchange trip like or was it just like your class came over here on a trip like tourist <laughs> kind of thing technically it was exchange but we only mm. exchanged for like a few days the rest was just tourist touristy things I think that's how they sold it to our parents, but we we're like, you know what? It's fine. <laughs> we're going to that's Japan. So cool, man. And then, so when you say that you committed to it, you're like, you're thinking you already knew about the JET program. Is that when you decided, okay, this is kind of my area of study. This is what I'm going to go into. Yeah. I like Japanese language. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I thought about it and I was like, JET program would be like a good gateway into the country. And then I can mm. figure out what else I want to do afterwards. So that's pretty much when I started making up my plans to come live over in Japan. That's so cool. What do other people think of your plan to live in Japan? Everyone was just like, why? <laughs> why Japan? Why are you mm. studying Japanese? It was just lots of whys. I just kept getting a lot of whys during like my time in uni and high school. But mm. when I left, people were just like, oh, she finally, she actually did. <laughs> yeah, people were like, oh, she, was, she wasn't lying. She was for yeah. real. <laughs> yeah. No, good on you. That's so cool. Um, how would you describe South Auckland if you could in five words? For me, South Auckland, mm. five words would be mm. warm, family, culture, food, and heartland. Those mm. are the first five things that I think of alongside um, the Otara um, town centre and Dawson Road shops. Mm. Those are the first things I think of. What did academic excellence look like for you growing up? It sounds like you're pretty driven and determined. So when I was in primary school, I was in a 
program called GKP. It was like gifted kids program. So I used mm. to go to Sir Ed's college every Wednesday and we used to do like fun activities and stuff. I still don't, I don't remember much about it, but it was really fun. Mm. And I also ended up skipping year four. So after year three, they moved me straight to like the year five and six class. And I was really mm. sad because like I lost all my friends. Oh. <laughs> but it was, it was all right. It was fine. I got the ducks in like primary and intermediate, but no one cares about primary and intermediate. So. <laughs> <laughs> they do, they do. No, they don't. <laughs> I was oh. like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's from a long time, man. So you've always been like, because of exposure to that kind of program and those opportunities as a youngster or mentoring, like, was it, were you just always then like a go-getter? Like I've set a goal, I'm going to go for it. I, I want to achieve something. I'm going to do it. Was that kind of the mindset that you had? Yes. Mm. I've kind of grown out of that mindset. Mm. One thing I've learned recently is just like, just to take it easy, man. Like you can't keep going 100 all the time so that's kind of why I dropped off in like high school but I was happy anyway (laughs) that's important yeah yeah happiness is important so were you a reader at all like growing up yes so when Mm. I was little my favorite thing to do on the weekends like every Saturday or every second Saturday my mum would take us to the library and Mm. I'd get like a whole stack of books like above my head Mm. And then the librarians would always offer, they're like, do you want some plastic bags to take it to the car? Because <laughs> I never brought bags. I was always mm. here before, like, oh, I'm only going to get one or two. And then I walk out with half the library. And like, oh. <laughs> Man. Okay. So you, and did you, so did you have books in the home or was it definitely the public library was kind of where you were getting access to that? So we did have, we had lots of books at home, mm. but I'd already read like most of them. So mm. I was like, oh, it's kind of boring. So that's why the public um, library was my go-to. Man, okay. So I want to talk about languages because you then study Japanese, right? You study Japanese <clears throat> language, but what other languages uh, you learn? You've you know other languages, right? What are the other languages that you know? Well, Samoan, kind yeah. of, sadly. Yeah. <laughs> and for a little while in high school in uni I, I self-taught Korean and Chinese for a little bit but oh. I kind of just I just gave up on it mm. so I don't I don't remember much about either of them I just got to stick to my English Japanese and stuff <laughs> are you fluent in Japanese no <laughs> it's uh like when I I graduated in 2019 so mm. like back then my Japanese was like Mm-mm. but then I was supposed to come over to Japan the following year but because of COVID Ah. I had to find a new job for another two years and then Ah. I didn't study my Japanese I didn't use my Japanese so then by the time I got here I was like oh (laughs) my Maori degree (laughs) so you've only recently come to Japan like because of COVID because of the COVID situation I don't know why I thought you had been here before the COVID thing I was just like oh she must have come straight over but then it makes sense Oh, wow. So now yeah. are you like kind of like back into, I mean, now you're immersed in the language, perhaps? Yes. So that, yes. so are you just kind of like picking it up real quick? Like, ah. Yes, that oh. it's easier to pick up now. But things like reading and writing, I have to mm. study that myself because I don't, that doesn't happen in like everyday life. Mm. Not as often as like listening and speaking. Yeah, right. Because you're a, you're an ART. Are you here as part of the JIT program or did you just, uh, because you have your degree in Japanese, you were able just to kind of apply directly into schools or boards of education? Uh, I came with the JIT program. Mm. It's the, it, was the, it was the easiest way. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So how is the ART uh, journey going? I've, I'm enjoying it. I really like it so far. There's like a perfect balance of like work and desk warming like not too much desk warming not too much work so I quite like it right now (laughs) yeah because I've heard stories of like um you know ARTs who really like it's just there are ARTs who just kind of like sit around (laughs) and enjoy that kind of it's a lot of downtime but then there are other ARTs their stories are oh they're just loving it they get to there's a lot of freedom to be able to like uh 
teach you know communication english as they as they want they got good support from the schools uh which is so you've got a fine balance with that yeah yeah so it's because of all their free time i was like you know what i can do some extra things in my free time one of which being the page <laughs> i was That's like so yeah cool, we can man. use this free time uh, what are some of your um, highlights so far being on the JET program and being an ART? I guess for me, I don't know if people would know this, but I'm like really shy. I hate public are speaking. You? Yeah. <laughs> oh. when I was like, why do I want to become a teacher when I hate speaking in front of people? <laughs> so, yeah. so just one of my highlights is just being able to like take control of the lesson and like lead the lesson for me that's like the biggest highlight for me if mm. you told 10 year old me i was gonna do this i would have been like no <laughs> but yeah wow Crazy. um if if i was a fly on the wall and and just any of your classes what would i see or what would i hear mostly for my senior high schools i usually try to get them to speak english mm. because they don't do much speaking practice right. in Japanese schools so it'll always be activities where I encourage them to like speak to each other ask each other certain things mm. using dialogues and stuff like that so mm. yeah that's mostly what I do because you work at junior high school and senior high school how are you finding that like building relationships and connections with uh, those Japanese English language teachers it's quite it was quite easy for me at first, I think, because they're all really nice. I haven't mm. had a bad JTE, which is like really good, because I know there are some people who have had like not the greatest JTE. Mm. So I'm really glad, really grateful that mm. all the teachers at all my schools have been so lovely. I've had mm. the chance to hang out with some of them outside of school. You know, through uh, ART work, uh, what ways have you been able to share uh, your Samoan culture or language uh, or even uh, Maori culture or a bit of Aotearoa with Japanese people? Hmm. So when I first started at all my schools, I got the chance to do like a self-introduction lesson. Mm. So I included like Samoa and New Zealand as well. Mm. And you know, because I look like this, so naturally, like, <laughs> right. questions about, like, Samoa always come up. Yeah. But as well as when I talk about, oh, I'm from New Zealand, they'll be like, oh, I know New Zealand, blah, blah, blah. And then I'll be like, do you know the yeah. indigenous people of New Zealand? Yeah. <laughs> Maori people, we say kia ora, mm. and stuff like that. So just, yeah, I quite regularly talk about Samoa and New Zealand here, just to the point where I'm like, oh, I didn't even realise I was doing that. <laughs> that's cool um you mentioned earlier uh we were talking about languages and you mentioned Samoan like so I was wondering uh you know when when you're living abroad um how do you keep up with your uh ngangana Samoa yeah <laughs> wow <laughs> I can't say I do keep up with it but mm -hmm. I did ask my grandparents to send me a Samoan dictionary. So every now and then I just go through the dictionary. Mm. And they sent me, I think they sent me a bese in my kusipa'ia. So then just casually like, ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> just That's reading cool. through. Just keeping it like here, even though it doesn't yeah. come out as long as it's up here. <laughs> right, right. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, you know, when you were growing up in, uh, growing up in um, Aotearoa, uh, being Samoan, were you, uh, you know, were you always like immersed in our culture and our language, maybe through church or through uh, family, you know, community, stuff like that? Actually, when I was little, mm. my dad's church, they discouraged Fatsamoa. They like banned ah. anything Fatsamoa for mm. me. So I guess that was kind of, that was kind of hard, you know, because mm. it's like part of your identity. So they like mm. made it a point to like do Bible readings in Samoan and stuff like that. Mm. But the culture itself, I didn't get a chance to experience it like in my formative years. Mm. The one time I did, I was an intermediate and I joined the Samoan group, even though I wasn't allowed. <laughs> so I just, I just really wanted to like, you were curious you wanted yeah. right you wanted to do that and 
was like, yeah, like I was like, what's Samoan? Why can't we like do Samoan mm. things? So I joined the Samoan group in Antigua. I went to all the Aunga Amirs and stuff like that. And then mm. came to the, like, just before the performance, the teachers are like, do you want to be a kaupo? Like, oh. And I was like, I'm sorry, I'm not coming to the performance because I <gasps> told my parents I'm in the Samoan group. So then I ended up not going and I was like, <laughs> oh man so so you know now as a young adult uh but then also living abroad you know does it make are you like living abroad does it make you even more proud to be Samoan and really trying to find ways like you said you know you've got your bese and your kuspa'ia from your grand you know just trying to find little things to stay connected uh with Samoa, with Nyangana Samoa, with you know our tradition, like values and things like that. Like, are you doing it more because you're abroad? Like, you feel like now I'm in a space where I've got I can do that. I can I can learn on my own. Like, yes, I guess I took it for granted living back home. Like, you're mm. just surrounded with like Samoan, Samoan language, Samoan culture. So now that I'm here by myself, I'm like, oh. No one's telling me what to do in Samoan. Okay, think of think of what your parents would say. So I'll be like, okay, what what do they used to say? I'm like, what do we do? Okay. I just try to like imagine what my parents or grandparents are like yelling at me in my head. So I'll be like, okay, so that's how you say it. You know, because you never know. There might right. be one day you wake up and you forget it, and it's just like I don't want to forget it. you're so funny um so you know you finally you're finally here in japan you're on the jet program that's one part of your life um what about the adult stuff like sorry no let me rephrase it what about (laughs) roses i saw your eyes go no 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 no. what i mean is what about the being an adult learning how to pay bills learning how to budget um doing your washing you know like everyday living because you're in the you know learning how to be independent learning how to live alone how are you coping sis it was really hard at first i'm not gonna lie (laughs) i'm really not gonna yeah i guess i was so used to like living at home like the adults the at home the adults i wasn't an adult at home right right right. i was a grandchild the adults paid all the bills and then all mm. of a sudden I come here and I have to pay for electricity, I have to pay for maintenance, I have to pay right. for water, the rent. And I'm just like, oh. <laughs> is this what it feels like to be one of the adults? I don't want to be one anymore. <laughs> but, yeah, I've gotten the hang of it now. Right. Like, I guess one thing I didn't have in New Zealand was like a set schedule. Mm. So when I worked before I came to Japan, I was a shift worker. So like mm. my hours varied, but at least here, the ALT hours are pretty consistent, just Monday mm. to Friday, occasional Saturday. And I've been able to like plan my life around knowing that those days I work right. instead of just the, I think I have work on Monday, Tuesday and I'm off yeah. instead of that. It just helps a lot, especially with your mental health. Mm. I cannot go back to shift working afterwards. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Now it's okay. And I've learned some Japanese from like paying off my bills and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so that's also helpful. The important stuff, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um favorite uh favorite food, favorite Japanese food. I, I don't know. This is always a hard one. People are like, I can't I can't decide. I'm like, surely there's a favorite. Okay, yeah, for me it's quite easy because I have a lot of allergies. So I can oh. maybe eat and I'm pretty sure I have IBS, but I gotta go get, get that checked out. So my favorite foods would be tamagoyaki and inari sushi. Just because they're easy to digest. They don't give me any stomach problems and they're cheap. So that's my favorite food. My favorite drink. My favorite drink is, have you heard of the irohasu peach water? That's my favorite drink. That's your thing. Okay, that's good to know. (laughs) Peach water, okay. Okay, I I can get on board with that. (laughs) It tastes like soju, peach soju mm. minus the soju. <laughs> <It's> oh, like... <laughs> okay. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna look this up. I'm gonna look this up after. Yeah. What What about um a favorite place that you've visited? And I, I'm sure you've visited many places, but is there one that kind of stands out? Yes. 
for me, my favorite place was Isejingu, Ise, Ise oh, Shrine yes, yes, yes. Yep. in the prefecture. Yeah. I just felt really, really nice, really yeah. relaxing inside the shrine. Yeah, that that's 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 my favorite shrine, and I'd, you'd be surprised how many people that I work with, Japanese, that have not been there, and I'm just like same, like I'm like what <laughs> they're like Meiji Jingu, I'm like no 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 Isejima Isejingu, it's crazy. Like I'm like you're missing out, man. Like seriously, yeah. you got if you if there's one place you gotta go, it's there. Okay, so you know, living in Japan, different seasons. I think like what I love about Japan is. Everything is seasonal, so the food, the drink, the the snacks, you know a season is about to change when you see mm -hmm. all the convenience stores, they've changed, you know, things have, displays have changed in the supermarket. So in terms of seasons, what's your favourite season? For me, it's autumn. I love mm. autumn just because the temperature is not too hot and not too cold. And I also love the, the kin mokusei smell. Mm. The really nice autumn smell. So okay. that's, that's mostly why I love autumn. Oh, okay, that's cool. Um, festival, do you have a favorite festival that you've been to? I haven't been to any yet. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Still coming. I plan still on coming. Going, yeah, it's still coming. Okay. To be continued, yeah. <laughs> to be continued, of course, man. That's part of the ever evolving journey. And then desserts, you know, Japan, oh my god. Uh, do you have a favorite dessert? Ah, my favorite dessert is kinako mochi. Ah. So mochi with like roasted soybean powder on it. Yes, I, yes. I really like it, yeah. Yum. Okay. <laughs> favorite <laughs> element of Japanese culture? I mean, you must know a lot about, you must have learned a lot about it, right? Because you studied Japanese language and that surely that was part of your studies. Hmm. For me, it would be, I guess, the preservation and appreciation of like nature and their heritage mm. just like the way that they respect everything seeing people just appreciate like you don't see litter around here mm. if someone sees it they like right take it away and stuff like that so mm. i guess that goes into the cleanliness part mm, very true very true are there any things that you find challenging uh, having moved here and you've lived here now? Because <laughs> people always talk about the great things about Japan. I love Japan. That's why I live here. Um, mm. But there's also some things that kind of irk me sometimes. It's just kind of like, why would you do that kind of thing? Yeah, any yeah. experiences for you like that so far or not so much? I do have like my dislike. I wouldn't say like super big. Like mm. the one I hate the most is the bureaucracy. Mm. Like if you wanna, if you wanna open a bank account, if you wanna get a my number card or stuff like oh that. Oh my god! You have to go to the special place and then yeah. you have to wait while they go check with this person and that person and that person yeah. whether or not to like send the facts. Send the facts to confirm you. <laughs> yeah. Send the facts to confirm your ID, and it's like ah. <laughs> and it's like sign here, 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 and it's just like man. Or yeah. even not just like not just like official documents and stuff, mm. like going to like restaurants or like fast food restaurants and asking mm. for anything like different. They'll be like, I have to ask the manager. This one time I was in Mecca's, where was I? Mm. I was like in Asakusa, I think. Mecca's mm. rush hour. And then because I can't eat like gluten. Yeah, so right. I asked for like a fork and knife to take off my buns and like eat the inside of the burger. And then the, the girl who I asked, she looked at me and she was like, okay, just wait a little bit. And then she ran off to the back of the restaurant and I'm standing there staring at like the, the compartment of like knives and forks. And I'm mm. like, man, I could just reach over right now and take it. She was gone for a whole five minutes and then she came back and I was like, man, my food is cold. Like, Gosh. But yeah, just like stuff like that. But actually, no, I, I totally get what you're saying. I too would be irked, right? Seriously. But while we're on this, I want to talk about the gaijin seat because, man, people just like, it's, you know, like when you're scrolling TikTok and it's just like, uh, another one, another one. What are your experiences about, uh, in regards to the gaijin seat on the train? In Japan, I actually haven't experienced it. Mm. But people always sit next to me and I'm like, mm. gag. <laughs> <laughs> 
one of those times you wish there was a guidance seat. But mm. I think for me, it's because the trains I mostly take, they're mm. always packed. Mm. So there's no chance. I don't even get a seat. So mm. I'm always squashed up against Japanese people, whether they like it or not. Do you have plans to take the proficiency test, like maybe later on down the track? Or are you just right now, you're like, I'm just trying to get through one day at a time. <laughs> oh, to be honest, I was supposed to take it last year. So I, I I did the application. I paid the fee. The fee is mm. like, I don't know how to convert it to New Zealand. 6,400 yen. So maybe like yeah. 70 bucks New Zealand. Mm. So I applied. I paid for that. But then my friend, she is a flight attendant and mm. for Air New Zealand. And on that day, am I allowed to say the company name? Oh, I don't care. Yeah, but like, so good. So good. <laughs> and then on the day of the J exam, oh, JLPT exam, she was like, mm. I've got a flight coming in on that day. And I was like, Okay, I'm not going to make sense. What? <laughs> so Just... I was like, uh, <laughs> fully paid for the exam and then ended up not going. Mm. So maybe this year I might think about it. But mm. after last year, I'm like, yeah, who knows if I will actually turn up this time. <laughs> like, it will all happen all in good time, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. One of these days, eventually. One of these days. Um, Are you able to – so which are you better at Um, now that you're kind of like – getting back into your Japanese language and learning again, are you better at listening, speaking, reading, or writing? Which of those? For me, I think my listening, uh, this, it's, uh, I don't know how to explain that. It kind of like transfers over from like my Samoan. Because mm. my Samoan, like, I understand everything being spoken to me, but my replies always come out in English. Uh, mm. Like, sorry, grandparents. Just how it is. <laughs> Same as Japanese, I understand what they're saying to me. But to reply to them, I would be like, ah, give me one second to think mm. of a reply. Mm. So my listening is all right. And I think my reading would be better. My passive mm. skills are better than like my starter skills. Yeah, um, I just wanted to ask because for me too, my listening is way better. But my responding is like in my head, I'm trying to like um, – yeah, I'm trying to always like think of the grammar. <laughs> like, yeah, I learn I learn grammar off an app, which has really really helped me. Like, I've noticed a huge change. But my, like, my speaking is I'm not as confident because I'm always trying to figure out. Okay, am I being judged right here? <laughs> yeah. I will if I have to, but definitely my listening is way better. Um, my reading, just basic, I think is so it's all right. It's not the greatest but it's it's okay um but i just need to learn a lot more kanji like that yeah. kind of stuff um yeah and i'm just trying to keep up with learning my grammar i know that learning for you know the like learning of a book or of an app is like it's all like that kind of real you wouldn't use that language in social you know it's like different yeah. right because you gotta so that's yeah i feel like i'm trying to learn the grammar so I can be better, but then you're always gonna gonna like consider who am I talking to right now? Uh, mm. What age group am I talking to? What kind of vocabulary? Like for real, man, it, it stresses yeah. me out. But <laughs> it's a struggle, it's a, it's a real struggle, man. Yeah, Honestly. but um, yeah, it's just just like you, like still still learning. Uh, someone is um, not a problem. Like I'm just every opportunity I get, I'll just if I meet someone, then I'm just gonna start speaking someone. It's just, you know, just trying to, like, keep up with it. As, as I can, when I call home, then I'll I just try and use, like, someone and mm. as much as nice. I can. But, um, yeah, so, you know, um, what, would, what, what are some strategies that are working for you in terms of uh, language learning that you might, that you think other people, would help other people who are trying to learn a language, Japanese or, or something else? For me, not really currently, because like my studying has kind of dropped off the radar. <laughs> mm -hmm. But when I was a uni student, for me, like having a set goal of what you wanted to learn mm -hmm. was the most important thing. Like mm -hmm. you like, have a goal, like what do you want to achieve? Like whether it be like from a textbook or you want to learn how to hold a certain kind of conversation or even in Japan, if you want to sit like one of the proficiency tests, there's lots of resources online about what you need to learn for that test mm. so I think just having a goal set goal in mind and then just working towards that goal is the easiest way mm. but the hardest part is finding the motivation 
hence why I'm not studying right now because I've got no motivation. I hear <laughs> so you. I yeah, no, nah, I hear you, sis. Like, yeah, definitely. Like, it's hard, and especially when you're just like, I mean, I'm not making excuse for anyone who's listening. Like, it's real, <laughs> man. Like, when you're just working and there's lots going on, yeah, it is hard, like you say, you know, just to stay motivated. Because when I say all of this, like, I too have like my ups and downs. Um, but the one thing that's constant for me is learning grammar off this app. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably oh. the constant but everything else is like i have those days where i'm just like ah, oh. <laughs> i'm so over this like yeah yeah i feel you what app do you use so i can use it <laughs> i use Duo, i use duolingo like it's so you use like, duolingo yeah i use it just but like i use it because then i can just uh practice the characters practice the kanji and just my grammar True. like has improved so much i know other people use other apps you know i told my friend Honestly, what do you mean Shimakwa Aka when I said to her, she was like, What are you doing? I was like, Oh, I'm on Duolingo. Oh, what are you doing? I'm learning Japanese. My she was like, What like why are you using Jap why are you learning Japanese off an app? And I was like, Oh, it's not that it's just the grammar aspect. Honestly, she was like Makwa Aka I was like, Don't be an amu like that. Like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> like, you you're really coming at me like that? Come on now. Um yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for real. But that that app works with me. Like I've tried all these other ones, and then you got to pay. And I was like, nah, stuff that. I do pay yeah. for Duolingo. I've had it f like I've had it for three years and stuff like that. I that helps me because then there's like goals and different achievements that you can get. And I'm on this like 179 day streak at the moment. <laughs> Whoa! I I'm pretty competitive. I'm like I actually started at like. And then lost the streak, and I was like, nah, stuff you, I'm coming back, I'm coming yeah. back strong. So, yeah, it, it might help you, but that's just, uh, it also, because um, there's different stages, and then you can also practice, obviously, you're listening, and then you're reading, like, I'm at this stage where it switches between listening to a conversation, and then you're filling in the conversation responses and stuff like that. Anyways, I, I recommend it. <laughs> Yeah, I used to do Duolingo with my friend, one of my mm. mates. And then we kind of like you, we're both competitive. We're like, yeah, let's see who keeps up the streak. <laughs> Young Ale, 20 days in, we both forgot to log in. And then we we're like, oh, do you, do you just want to stop? And we we're like, yeah, let's just stop. <laughs> <laughs> like, I actually, I have it because I've got Japanese. And then one time, like, uh, one time I was trying to learn Portuguese because our sister's school they speak Portuguese like in East Timor. So I was, when we were going, wow. getting ready to go there, I was trying to learn Portuguese fail, but <laughs> um, I was trying to learn Korean, but I, I stopped because let me tell you, the Korean they teach you on Duolingo, I was just like, what the hell, man? Right, going back to watching K-drama. Yeah, Going back to listening to music. I was like, no one is, this vocabulary, you cannot be serious right now. Like, I was like, nah. <laughs> After yeah. a month, I was like, keep it. <laughs> <I love> it. <laughs> yeah, that's a problem with like a lot of apps and stuff. Yeah. You don't know whether or not you sound like a robot when you're speaking to people Oy. in real life. <laughs> for real okay now um we're at this part of the show where i want to like give flowers to faith and to anna because okay i want to highlight this community platform called pacific islanders abroad in japan and like faith and anna are just doing this amazing job like i said in the beginning not just connecting people but um or connecting pacific islanders but championing uh you know, stories or small snippets of their lives here in Japan, but also just uh, sharing knowledge. I am an absolute fan. I love what you're doing. Where did this idea come about? Like, uh, why did it come about? I know you mentioned you, your schedule wise, you're like, hey, here's an opportunity to start a site. Can you take us through? Uh, and how do you know Faith? Are you both on the program, JIT uh, program? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so actually the idea was Faith's idea. Mm. So she said, oh, I don't know the story, but she said her brother living in China. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, Ooh. but thank you, Faith. I'm talking about you. So her wow. brother living in China, he suggested mm. to her, he, he was like, do you guys have like a page or something dedicated to islanders living in Japan? Because mm -hmm. there's more islanders living in Japan than like in China, obviously. Because he said, you know, he would like to have a community like that in mm. like China. So maybe she could consider doing that for Japan. 
And then she floated the idea to me. She was just like, oh, I don't know. Do you think I'm crazy? I was like, I just grabbed it and I ran with it. And I'm like, mm. okay, I'm making our Instagram page right now. What are we going to call cool. it? So she, <laughs> she just came to me with the suggestion. And I was like, yay, gung-ho, let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it now. And wow. she was still like thinking about it and stuff like that. So it was really great. All, all Faith's brain work. Thank you, Faith. Shout out so, to Faith, yeah. man. Yeah, that's cool. So and then, yeah. yeah, sorry, go ahead, sis. <clears throat> oh, so like originally it started. We when we first talked about it, we we're like, what, what do we want to post on the page? Like, it's mm. one thing to make a page. What are we going to post on it? And then we we're like thinking advice for like islanders moving to Japan, yeah. stuff that we would have wanted to know when we were coming to Japan mm. would have been really helpful. And then as well as like travel places that islanders have been to in the mm. country. And then kind of later on, like we added on more like that's when we added in like oh we should like ask people for their stories so we mm. added that as like a as a segment on our page and then we we're like while we're at it why don't we like share more about our island so then we added mm. that too so like it's an ongoing work in progress we're always thinking about like what to add what to take out stuff like that mm. so yeah it's basically yeah. it and i met faith through a mutual friend so we're both on the JIT program. Mm. Shout out to Alvin. Um, Alvin's the mutual friend. Mm. So they came to Tokyo. Alvin introduced me to everyone else. And that's where I first met Faith. And then the rest was history. That's so cool, man. I really, like, I love the different aspects of that content that you are creating, that the team is creating and putting out there. What I really like, as you've mentioned, is like the things like the emergency kits, surviving some of the, the holidays, dealing with homesickness, things like furnishing your apartment, like paying bills, what's an ART, because people are like, what's an ART? Yeah. And unless you're in Japan, you have no idea outside of Japan. Yeah, so I love, I love that. And then, of course, you know, the human connection is the stories, is seeing, you know, travel, where are people traveling to? I've seen places on there that I'm like, yo, I need to add this to my bucket list. I've never been there. I've never even heard of this. It's in Japan, yeah. like, it's pretty cool, pretty dope, yeah. like, and, you know, honestly, I don't even know how I came across the page, like, this, I, I was thinking that before you came online, I was like, how did I discover this, I think, actually, I think Faith and I have been following each other for a while, I think that's how I came across Probably. the page, and you know what I discovered, <laughs> like, because when you live in this, in Kanto, in Kanto region, well, you yeah. probably know this, living in Saitama, like, there's always islanders everywhere, like, yeah. you know, because there's rugby community, there's the expat teaching community, and stuff like that, but man, like, there are people featured on your platform that I was like, yo, there's, there's people that live there, like, it's so yeah. cool, there's Pacific Islanders everywhere in japan mm. doing so many amazing things it's cool yeah, it is <laughs> It is really cool and i i can't wait to see like you know what are some other ways that you're hoping to grow the platform like you said uh both of you have just been adding bits mm. as you've you know like different sections of the platform like as you've built the platform is there anything else that um other things that you're kind of considering at the moment uh, or testing out at the moment that you're like, you know, this is the way to go. Or maybe other we, sites yeah. that you're looking at that are kind of inspiring uh, you to build further. Right now, we aren't really thinking of like changing, switching anything up just because mm -hmm. Faith is leaving in August. <laughs> so then after, so oh. after that, it's just going to be me. So we're just kind of like, oh, we'll just stick to this for now. And like, mm. if we find someone else who wants to like run the page, because we've got mm. the Instagram and the Facebook. Oh, and yes. Faith that's usually, right. yeah. So Faith usually does like the Facebook posts and I do like the Instagram. But once oh. she leaves, either I'm going to have to pick it up or we have to find someone else to oh. join. So for now, we're just like, you know, just kind of enjoying like the time we have. Mm. Yeah. I was wondering, um, yeah, because when I first started looking at the posts way back, I really liked that it was also in Japanese as well. And then I was like trying to figure out, man, their Japanese is so good. Like, wow, who's doing which one of you is like, but then when I was researching you, I was like, oh, must be Anna that's like doing the, I mean, I don't know, is Faith also good at Japanese, like Japanese language? 
I am not sure, to be honest. We never, we never use Japanese group together. It hasn't come so up it's... in conversation. Ah. So uh, is that you yeah. that's doing like the Japanese translations and English? Like what I mean is like, for example, on the emergency kits, like the specific lingo and stuff, Do you is that what your work, is that what you do as part of the platform? Yeah, like just basic words and vocab and stuff like that. Mm. I'll just like add it in if I can. If not, so dope, man. Google Translate, here I come. Ah, okay, okay. <laughs> you know, for anyone who's watching, anyone who's listening, check the bio of the podcast. Uh, we'll have the Facebook uh, link so you can connect. This is for the islanders that are living in Japan. Uh, if you want to connect, there's a Facebook page. Check the bio. I'll put the Instagram uh, stuff there as well. Uh, and if the if Faith and um, uh, Anna are okay, I'll also put their uh, Instagram information as well, just for anyone who's wanting to get to connect and learn more and i guess if you're not even in japan but you just want to like learn more about japan you can also connect on the facebook page and through instagram seriously you will not be disappointed there's i've learned stuff that i thought i knew bots but i didn't but i learned it from this page so oh, um, just, <laughs> so just huge big flowers for the girls um yeah it's so cool man because i feel like we need more of this kind of content and you know obviously you know back home there's a lot of that stuff but you know even though there's uh there seems to be a lot of pacific islanders here in japan just any content like that which is uplifting and building community sis so here for that we need more of that and it's just real positive uh stuff fam check it out check the bio uh you will not be disappointed do you want to say Thank anything you. else about the platform, sis? Anything you want to put out there further? It's open to all. Like, like I have to be specific. Okay, so by Pacific Islander, you know, mm. we mean like Melanesia, Polynesia, Micronesia. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, like fam. Oceania. Oceania. My bad, my Oceania. bad, for real. Putting it out there because people that have been featured, folks that have been featured on the page, uh, they're from all over Oceania, fam. It's not just, you know, Tongans and Samoans. Like, we're not out here trying yeah. to, like, steal the platform. No way, man. There's so many beautiful yeah. folks out there. Continue, sis. Yeah. So we just, we, the page is meant for every one of us in, like, the South Pacific Oceania area. Just wanted to clarify, because we weren't sure. When we were thinking of, like, the URL, we were like, what should we call it? We can't call it, like, Polynesians or, like, <laughs> what are we going to use? Mm. We were like, we can't just use islanders because, like, right. there's other islands in the world. Yeah. We were like, Pacific Islanders? And we were like, yeah, but then, did you know, like, Japan is technically a Pacific Island too? Oi, <laughs> so this then- is, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that because I honestly had an argument with someone about that. I was getting so yeah. ika. I was like, you better just get out of my face right now. I know you're not telling me you're a Pacific Islander. Yeah. I'm Japanese. I'm a, I was like, oh, no. Nah. That's how the fight yeah. starts. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like, you can look at it two ways. Like, technically, mm. a Pacific Islander is anyone who lives on an island in mm. the Pacific Ocean, which mm. would include, like, a lot of non-Oceanian countries. Mm. So then we were just like, okay, let's narrow it down. We mean Oceania. Mm. Like, no hate to other, like, people who live in other mm. islands in the Pacific Ocean, but this is for, like, our community. Yeah. Yeah absolutely super important like the work you're doing i hope that you continue um please continue because it's just such a cool way to connect like honestly every time i see uh the posts i'm always like random as adding the pacific island <laughs> i'm sure people are like who the hell is this i'm like add and follow <laughs> follow like yeah. because it's cool man like i just feel yeah. it's such a great way to connect with uh just people man seriously mm. we need more of it like i love it and i just hope that you keep doing the work um yeah. here to, i'm here for it love to see it yeah thank you yeah <laughs> i'll try my best we'll do our best <laughs> have you had family come over not so much family mostly because mm. i'm like i'm the oldest grandchild all the mm. all, all my other cousins are still in like high school yeah <laughs> so, not much family but my friends i've had quite a few friends come over which has oh, been really cool. nice even though it means like I have to go to like the same places over and over again. So yeah, like, you're like, yeah, like you're basically team, VIP yeah. status, right? VIP, yeah, <laughs> VIP. Literally, <laughs> team labs. The team team labs. Labs. <laughs> I 
I've been there four times. Just four times and nothing's changed. And I'm like, hey, <laughs> I'm I such. I haven't. I haven't been. To, are you talking about the planets one? Did you go to the yeah, other yeah. one before they closed down? I haven't been to the planets. Yeah. Yes, I went to the other one before it closed down. But I prefer planets. I like planets just because of the water room and you yeah. just go barefoot. Yeah, I I heard it's like the bar mate. I haven't been yet, but I should I should probably go. Yeah, I haven't been not to the with planets. me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like are you like VIP? You got a special gold card now. <laughs> I wish I did. Gosh, like the first time it was super fun, and then like yeah. the second time I was like, oh yeah, this is cool. And then the third and fourth, I'm just like yeah, like telling my friends go stand over there so I can take your picture. <laughs> this is the ideal spot for a photo. Hurry up! Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do this pose. Yeah, it looks good. Great. <laughs> um, you know, in terms of the Kanto area or Saitama coming to like Tokyo, Chiba, are there? I mean, are there some favorite places that you like to visit? Uh, you said you know friends visit, so you take what is that must go to place that you take your friends to when they do come? Besides so planets, besides Team Lab planets. So when they do come, we usually go around Tokyo. Mm when they're in like this area so my favorite place so far would be probably Odaiba mm. Odaiba is really nice nice mm. view nice sunset when mm. the time comes but if I had because we haven't had much opportunity to go outside mm. of like the Tokyo region but my favorite region would be like Enoshima or oh. the beaches down in Kanagawa yeah. those would be my go-to's especially during summer when yes. they have like the summer stores up on the beach and stuff, that yep. would be that's a must must go to. Yeah, I I live in Kanagawa, so I live in Kawasaki, so I oh. I you know I always go to the Kanagawa beaches. Like it's just the bomb. Actually, yeah. um, I don't know if uh, if you've heard. There's a place called Shimoda, which is out in the Izu uh, Peninsula, which is so beautiful. The beaches down there. I actually went down in winter. I know that sounds like what the hell, Lossa? You're so freaking crazy. But I had I've always wanted to go during summer, but I'm never here because summer break I go home to New Zealand. And oh, so wow. during winter I took some time off work and I was just like, you know what? Stuff there. I'm going. I just went with my big coat and everything and honestly just checked out the beaches down there. So beautiful. They're like surf beaches and they got the swimming beaches. It's really nice. But the problem is Okasakonga, like you know, or tickets really? are. So, yeah, so what you have to do is, like, if you're going to go down to that Izu Peninsula, those beaches down there is, you know, they have the um the Tokyo-wide pass that's 10,000 yen for adults. So it's a oh, three-day yeah, pass, yeah. right? So the Tokyo-wide yeah. pass, you can actually take the express all the way down to Shimoda, which is the last oh, stop. Nice. So you can go down there. So that's, I was like, yo, the next time I'm going. So I got a three-day pass, and I went down mm. there. I went to Niigata, then I went down that ways. And it's like, that's how you save money to go to that beach. Mm. It's just the beaches down there are super uh, beautiful. So that's kind of like, nice. you know, planned. So I, if you get time, I definitely check it out. And um, it's worth it because it's so expensive if you pay the single, the return. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And, you know, you know, we're not, we're not rolling in it. <laughs> yeah, we're not made you you got to like budget, you got to budget wisely. <laughs> Um, we're educator salaries. Nah, I wanted to ask you about tattoos in Japan. Um, <clears throat> I know you have uh, tattoos. So, what has that experience been like for you? Uh, you know, people always talk about in Japan, tattoos are, you know, like obviously they always see Islanders, Pacific mm. Islanders with tattoos. Um, mostly rugby players, but for yeah. you <laughs> as a Tamaita Samoa. You know, coming from Aotearoa, being Samoan, what has your experiences been like so far? Mm, nothing negative. It's all been mm. quite like positive experiences. I guess the only thing is with strangers, like especially on the train, like it's funny for me if I'm like standing or like I'm sitting there. If mm. someone like sitting across from me on the train, they'll just like un subconsciously, they'll just like touch their hands like this. <laughs> and I'm like, looking at you like, ah. <laughs> and they're just like, just feeling their hands. And I'm like, yes, it did hurt. Mm. <laughs> it hurt a lot. Mm. But generally, like my schools, my students have been super open about it. 
like they've mm. always got questions they're like what does like what do your tattoos mean like do mm. they have any like significance and i'm like yes actually it's a very long story so blah mm. blah 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 and then they'll be like wow there's a lot of meaning behind like just those symbols and i'm like yes that's so cool <laughs> it means a lot mm. and especially i think the most surprising experience i had was i went to uh somewhere in tokyo to get a kanji tattoo on mm. my back and the tattoo artist he saw me and he was like wow i love your samon tattoos this was a japanese man and i was like yeah they are someone how did you <laughs> mm. so it's like really like really like exciting to like see someone who like recognized like our marks like right. before i even said anything and i was mm. like you know what you're a great tattoo artist you've done your homework <laughs> yeah that's but, so yeah, dope so far, man it's been really nice yeah yeah so and then of course like in terms of have you have you been to onsen or because of uh you have a lot of tattoos you can't go to onsen or have you been to an onsen where you can show your tats uh i haven't been to an onsen since i got my tattoos i've been to mm. one before when i was in uni before mm. i had any ink but i there are a few onsen where you can like tattoos are allowed and mm. stuff like that but i just haven't had the chance to go in yet mm. i've been to like onsen at like hotels and stuff but it's yeah not the same as like the big onsen but yeah, mm. I'm pretty sure I should be able to get into one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I always look um, to see, but they're like, if you can cover up, if it's a little one, you can cover up. And then I'm like, yeah, am I going into the onsen with my legs bandaged? Yeah, Leila. <laughs> like, yeah. That's going to take, you know, it's just kind of, it's going to take a lot of covering kind of thing, right? So I was so yeah. curious uh, to your experiences so far, but I really love that you know, that you're sharing, you know, it's been quite positive and just the curiosity that people have about the marks and the tech. I mean, that's so mm. dope, man. Seriously. That's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, how do you look after yourself? I know, you know, you must be super busy during the week, you know, just trying to get through work, doing what you got to do. So do you have times where you're just kind of like, okay, I need to de-stress. I need to have some downtime for myself. What do you, you know, what does self-care look like for you? If, at all so for me it's usually i just stay at home the whole weekend so usually oh, i don't know how to explain it mm. my weekends are usually either i go out with friends or i mm. do all my fit hours mm. like cleaning and cooking getting ready for like the week ahead mm. but like on my self-care days i'm just like nah <laughs> it's gonna stay in bed <laughs> and i'm gonna watch netflix and that's it so my self-care is literally just not doing anything yeah. It's like the best way for me. That I, to I get totally my mind. Yeah, it resonates with me. So you don't there's no you don't even have to go into deep explanation. I get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just I, want, just you need those days where you just yeah. don't want to do or think about anything. Just yeah. want to be a potato. For real, man. Like right now we're on summer school schedule. Uh school finished last week. So oh, wow. we've just finished our first week of summer school and my schedule has changed. Like my waking up hours hasn't changed, but because I'm only doing a half day of summer school, like two sessions in the morning, bro, like honestly, like I'll try and stay out of my apartment. Like I'll try and do things on the way home or check things, you know, like just explore. But I'm so failed because like three out of five days this week, I'm like, oh, nah, man, I'm going home. I'm just going to have a nap, bro. Four or yeah. five hours later, I'm like wake up to my family going are you awake where are you are you there what? We're oh, trying to yeah. call. Bro, it's like so failed because my schedule's changed and now I'm like I'm, I was like this week coming I, I need to make sure I don't nap during the day because mm. like I'll come home and I'm like oh my god it's been such a good day then I'll have lunch then next minute it's like wake up at nine ten o'clock at night and I'm like what the hell is wrong <laughs> so um but no I get I get the whole like you know yeah. sometimes you just gotta stay in and weekends are mm. precious as like you know you gotta yeah. you gotta do what you gotta do um yeah gotta do what you gotta do book recommendations what are some book yeah. recommendations that you have for us I know you got a list uh take us through let me go through my list Okay, so number one for me, there were the books about Maori mythology by Peter Gossage. 
Mm. I don't know if anyone's familiar with them. They're like the picture books, like in yeah. the beginning. Oh yeah, the Maui books, right? The Maui books. Yes. And, like Panya of the Reef and yeah. stuff like that, like the War of the Mountains or something like that. Those are mm -hmm. my favorite books as a little kid. And it, I guess for me, it resonated a lot because I didn't know much about Samoan mythology. So mm. being able to see like other indigenous, like um, Islanders mythologies, like in pictures and words in front of me was like really like, it just felt really good. Those mm. are my favorite. I would never get tired of like reading them. I mean, as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I love like picture books and honestly yeah. there's nothing wrong with reading them as a young adult like seriously sis like you go you plug away yeah. plug away yeah those are my favorite books I recommend mm. that and also I really like the song of Achilles and mm. Circe by Madeline Miller if you're into like Greek mythology and stuff mm. she like retells the stories in her own way um for Japanese stories I have No Longer Human by Dazai Osama. Mm. I read it during uni and it was like a really deep read. And I was just like, wow. <laughs> mm. Wow. I don't know how else to explain it. Rashomon mm. um, and 17 Other Stories by Akutagawa Ryunosuke. I really like his, like, his style of writing as well. And The Tale of Genji. The oh, Tale yes. of Genji is like, I think it's like one of the world's oldest, like, story stories or something like that it's got one of those fancy titles mm. that one it's a really long read but it's really interesting just to see the difference between like how court life was in japan and like that period compared to like everyday life in japan now you'll mm. be really surprised at how different it is and norwegian wood by haruki murakami i don't know how to explain it you just got to read it to understand what it's about. That's fine. And my last one would be Edgar Allan Poe. The Fall of the House of Usher and other writings. Mm. I first read it, I think I was like in primary school. It, it just like really impacted me. So that's why I still remember it to this day. So those are like some of my book recommendations. They might not be for everyone, but you know, some maybe some people might enjoy it. I love that. Um, so if you're watching, if you're watching this right now and you can see the banner, the book banner at the bottom, uh, you can see the there's quite a range of book recommendations there. Absolutely check it out from the picture books to the novels, like seriously, fam. Uh, you won't be disappointed. Uh, you can also check my Instagram page where we'll actually list um Anna's um you know book recommendations, including the authors, so that you can like look them up yourselves. Uh, but you know, reading, reading, like there's something here for everyone. That's what I gotta say. Yeah. <laughs> um, and actually, one of your book recommendations, The Song of Achilles, that like that yeah. author, it's it's been recommended a number of times, like a oh, really? really popular author. So when you yeah. meant, when I saw your list, I was like, okay, here's another fan. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really, <laughs> really like popular. it. I, yeah, it's really good. I don't know mm. how to explain it. You just gotta read it. <laughs> there you go, fan. Yeah. Um so you won't be disappointed. Check out uh, the book recs. I wanted to ask you just before we wrap up the JET program, for anyone you know outside of or anyone back home in uh, Aotearoa in New Zealand who is wanting to apply or get on the JET program, uh, can you just give us a little spiel about what the JET program is and why they should do it? Okay. So in Japan, the JET program is run by the government. So it's one of the best companies, or not companies, one of the best programs for AL, like hopeful ALTs to come over one into Japan. It's also, I think it's also the best paying one too. Mm. And the way that we are treated is the same as like the Japanese staff. So for, what do you call the, um, like, the other ALT, the other dispatch companies. So, um, like Interac and like. Oh, yeah, Interac. There's Interac and there's. Oh, what's the other one? Yeah, Interac is one of them. Yeah, Interac is like, I think, one of the biggest. So, compared mm. to like the dispatch companies, we mm. work directly for the Board of Education. Yeah. So, we get the same hours and mm. stuff like that as Japanese staff. But for companies, other dispatch companies, you work for in, like that company. 
so you don't get like the same benefits that we would as well like one of the examples would be like staff housing mm. so on the jet program like i live in a staff house it's really cheap i pay like 200 250 bucks a month mm. for like a three-bedroom place and it's solely for like staff members but for dispatch companies you don't really get that those right. sort of benefits and but the, otherwise the workload is the same it depends mm. on like your school and stuff like that but for the jet mm. program generally you need a degree bachelor's degree it doesn't matter what major you use and you need to pass the interview i think the interview mm. is like the biggest part of it mm. because they actually like they see how well you would be as like a teacher and stuff like mm. that so for example during my interview they read my application, they're like, oh, you mentioned you like speak Samoan. Can you do a lesson for us teaching us like something in Samoan? So it was like completely like off the bat. I was like, I didn't prepare for this. <laughs> I'm going to Japan to teach English, not Samoan. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's one of like the big things because I know another friend, she got sprung with the same the mm. same question, but with her like native language she wasn't really confident in it mm. so she got put on the waiting list and stuff mm. like that but i got accepted straight away mm. so i guess it just depends how well you are able to do things how well how well you can adapt mm. or like improvise on the spot for the interview would you absolutely 100 percent say hey here's a program check it out i i'm on it i'm like you yeah. recommend it yeah yeah if you're like really serious about like coming to Japan and like getting a good work-life balance, I would suggest the JET program. Mm. It's a bit of a hit and miss if you get like lots of classes or you just get lots of um, desk warming. But mm. it's honestly up to how how you manage your time. So it's all dependent on like you. But overall, mm. I reckon the JET program is pretty good. I would recommend it to other people wanting to come to Japan, even just for like a few years, you know, for a OE kind of thing mm. if you want to work and experience life in japan it's pretty good but also for those who are serious about like coming to japan it's a really good place to start and like get your foot in the door to like other mm. opportunities in the country so jet program overall pretty good so far if anyone has any other questions you guys can ask us on our instagram page or yeah. ask me if anyone wants to know but yeah great plug plug. great plug there you go fam (laughs) check the bio um you know as um anna has shared check the bio you can connect with her uh you can connect with faith uh, you can connect with the community platform pacific islanders abroad in japan and there's so much useful information on there trust me especially if you are wanting to come and check out japan but also i'll have a link in the bio um underneath the info for the jet program so you know like you've got nothing to lose and everything to gain like seriously Mm. at the end of the day uh you know i always like to say to uh, my my students who are getting ready to graduate and go out into the world you make your experience so you know Mm. like anna has shared if you if this is something you want to do you want to perhaps do an oe overseas experience you you just want to experience life in japan but also be earning money and you know getting your foot through the door if teaching is something you want to experience, do it. Like you have nothing to lose, everything to gain. And at the end of the mm. day, you know, Anna has already shared about how, you know, it might be a hit or miss depending on the hour, uh, the the workload, depending on the school where you're at, depending on who's in charge of you. But regardless, at the end of the day, you make your experience and mm. Yeah, fam, you got nothing to lose, man. You know, they love Māori and they love Pacific Islanders here, Māori and Pacific they folks. Like, I, I, I'm serious, <laughs> they love New Zealanders. Um, I'm not even being biased when I say they love uh, Māori and Pacific Islanders, like for real, for real. Just yeah, putting that out do. there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really wanted to get you on the show, Anna, because obviously to give you and Faith flowers for this community uh, platform that you've built it's such an uplifting platform that first and foremost the content that you're creating absolutely love to see it and I'm so here for it I wanted to bring you on the show to talk about that but also share your ART experience um, and you know like you mentioned you haven't been here long but it's just it's cool man it's so cool to hear like okay here's a fresh perspective so I just want to say thank you so much for being open to coming on the show and um 
just sharing a little bit about your journey. I want to wish you all the best for the rest of the school year. So summer vacation yeah, is coming up. Uh, whatever plans you have, I hope you have the absolute best time. You know, stay safe out there. I mean, now that I know you're in Saitama, Jesus, you're just over there. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Super close. So hopefully, maybe sometime soon we'll be able, you know, I will meet in person. But thank you yeah. so much for just um, coming on the podcast. It means a lot. I'll just hand it over to you just to wrap up the show. And any final words, uh, words of wisdom, words, knowledgeable stuff that you want to drop? Go ahead, sis. Yeah. Uh, so first, I just want to say thank you for having me on your show. It was like, it was really fun. I haven't done this before, so I was like, oh, am I, am I going to actually be good at this? You're a natural. But, Come on, stop it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so it was really fun being able to, like, talk to you and stuff and also, like, plugging our, um, our Instagram account and our Facebook account. Mm -hmm. I think that's, like, me and Faith's main goal overall yeah. it's just to promote our account wherever we can mm -hmm. words of wisdom i say if you want to do something go for it it's like everyone says that but i'm like not even kidding if you want to come to japan come to japan mm. like if you don't know how that doesn't matter if you want to come to japan you will find a way like you will make it work somehow so just stick to your goal and you'll make it happen and yeah that's pretty much it so yeah, thank you again for having me. It's really nice to talk with you, like talk face to face with another islander. <laughs>